You're listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast, where we help people globally build wealth in a halal way. We hope you find it useful and fun. Anything you hear in this podcast is not to be understood as personalized financial or investment advice and only represents the views of the speaker. Investing entails risk, including loss of principal. Be sure to do your own due diligence before you make any investment decisions. Some of the episodes of this podcast are audio versions of corresponding Practical Islamic Finance YouTube videos. If you want to watch the video version of the podcast, simply go to the Practical Islamic Finance YouTube channel. And now, without further ado, Bismillah. Assalamu alaikum. I am back. I hope you've been doing well. So I've been asked numerous times about leverage and whether leverage is halal or haram. And I have the stance that leverage most of the time is going to be haram. By the way, for those who are unfamiliar, the word leverage is used to refer to someone who is investing with borrowed money. And the reason why I think using it is haram most of the time is because typically the borrowed money comes from a party that has something to gain from the investor using the borrowed funds. So either they'll charge an interest rate, if you're getting your leverage from your broker, they're either going to charge an interest rate, an outright interest rate on the borrowed funds, or they'll benefit some other way. For example, when you use the borrowed funds, because you can only use their borrowed funds to purchase and make investments through the brokerage, they'll make money through something called payment for order flow, wherein they get a cut of the difference between the bid and ask prices whenever you make a trade. So there's some benefit, whether it's explicit or implicit, that the lender is getting from extending a loan to traders that use leverage. And so that's why I think it's haram, because any benefit that comes from a loan, any anticipated benefit is riba. Loans in Islam can only be given as an act of charity. Lending should not be a business activity, basically. So this answer that I give people who ask often disappoints the person asking because they typically are looking to leverage their trades in order to seek higher returns because that's what leverage does. It offers additional upside. So your correct decisions are amplified. But also the flip side to that is that your incorrect decisions are amplified as well. So you have more upside and you have more downside with leverage. So it makes investing riskier and in return offers greater potential upside. And many people find this trade-off attractive and it is one that they are willing to make. Especially Bitcoin investors who, on average, I think it's safe to say, have a higher risk appetite than the average investor because Bitcoin still is a highly speculative asset. And I would say, even aside from the halal and haram question, using leverage in trading is an extremely unwise decision because it typically ends up wiping people out, using leverage through loans, that is. However, in the broader sense, the term leverage can be used to refer to trying to amplify returns. And I think for bulls in Bitcoin specifically, people who are optimistic about its future prospects, there is a way to amplify returns beyond 
just the returns of Bitcoin. In my estimation, that is. Obviously, do your own due diligence, not financial advice. You know the drill. And the way to amplify your returns through Bitcoin, and this does entail a higher risk profile, because remember, there's no free lunch in investing. If you want higher potential returns, you have to take on higher risk. The way to amplify returns in Bitcoin is through Bitcoin mining stocks. So with Bitcoin mining stocks, if Bitcoin goes up, these stocks should go up more than what Bitcoin does. And if Bitcoin goes down, they will depreciate more than what Bitcoin depreciates. At least that's been their behavior thus far. So if you look at an article from 2021, it mentions that Bitcoin mining stocks, and this was at the height of the recent bull market, Bitcoin mining stocks outperformed Bitcoin by 455% over the past 12 months. And this is an article that was written in March of 2021. So while Bitcoin was up 900% in the previous 12 months, shares in the four largest publicly traded mining firms, Bitcoin mining firms that is, were up 5,000% over the same period. Now, for those who are unfamiliar with Bitcoin mining, what it is, Bitcoin mining is basically the process of validating transactions on the Bitcoin blockchain. And the Bitcoin algorithm rewards miners who are expending energy in order to validate transactions on Bitcoin's blockchain. It rewards these miners with Bitcoin. And the miners will then sell these Bitcoin to cover their expenses and hopefully have a profit from the sale of these Bitcoin. And some miners will choose to actually hold on to the Bitcoin that they mined if they are bullish on the prospects of Bitcoin or they feel like the price is too low and they don't need to sell to cover their expenses, then they'll just hold on to Bitcoin. And this is one of the big reasons why there is leverage in investing in Bitcoin mining stocks, because you're not only investing in the business of mining, you're also investing in the reserves of Bitcoin that these Bitcoin mining stocks hold. Another reason why Bitcoin mining stocks tends to offer leverage for those who are bullish on Bitcoin, and by leverage, again, I mean amplified returns. I'm not referring to borrowed funds. Another reason for this is because some people may not want to hold the Bitcoin directly or may not have access to hold Bitcoin directly. For example, in the United States, we don't have a spot ETF to buy Bitcoin. So the way these people choose to gain exposure to the price of Bitcoin is through Bitcoin mining stocks. So when there's a lot of hype around Bitcoin and you have a lot of investors that don't have access to Bitcoin directly, they try to get access to the price of Bitcoin through these Bitcoin mining stocks, which causes their price to appreciate even beyond the appreciation of Bitcoin itself depending obviously on the amount of greed or fear that is surrounding Bitcoin at that particular point in time. And recently we had a very small surge in Bitcoin that 
ended pretty quickly. But we saw the same pattern hold out wherein the Bitcoin mining stocks outpaced the gains of Bitcoin by a wide margin. So this is a headline from Bloomberg. Bitcoin rally prompts outsized gains in crypto mining stocks. And this article mentions that while Bitcoin rose as much as 7.5%, shares of top miners such as Marathon Digital and Riot Blockchain jumped by as much as 36% and 23% respectively. So shares of these Bitcoin mining stocks appreciated three to four times in the recent rally, appreciated three to four times as much as Bitcoin did. And if you look at a comparison chart between the prices of Bitcoin and the prices of some of the largest publicly traded Bitcoin miners, such as Riot, Hut, and Hive, you have Bitcoin here in orange, and then Riot is in blue, Hive is in green, and Hut is in purple. When things were appreciating, when Bitcoin was appreciating, you can see as a percentage, the miners appreciated even more. And then when things started to depreciate for Bitcoin, the miners turned to the downside in an amplified way as well. Again, here we're talking about percentages. So as a percentage, the prices of these miner stocks depreciated a lot more than the price of Bitcoin. And now for your convenience, I have narrowed down the list of Bitcoin miners that I am considering buying into. I haven't bought into any yet. I'm considering and I'm not saying that for sure I will, but it's on my mind, especially considering how much they are down. But these are the four names that I've narrowed my list of potential Bitcoin miners to. CleanSpark, Hive Blockchain, Riot Blockchain, and HUD8 Mining Corp. I still need to do a deep dive into these companies in order to ascertain which one I have the most confidence in, if anyone in particular stands out to me, that is. And obviously, PIF members who follow my portfolio move for move will be notified whenever I make a decision here. But something to keep in mind when you are considering investing in Bitcoin miners is these are very capital intensive businesses. And this is because the mining equipment requires a lot of cash outlay to purchase this equipment. And a lot of this equipment can become obsolete very quickly when newer, more powerful, more efficient mining equipment comes out and it's happening all the time. These companies need to replace their equipment in order to remain competitive. And so you'll notice that these companies are constantly either raising money through debt or through issuing more shares, which dilutes the shareholders. However, the companies that invest the most in their capacity during bear markets are the ones that stand to gain the most whenever we get out of the bear market and enter a bull cycle again. The second thing that's important to mention about Bitcoin mining companies is that it's really all about management efficiency. This is a notoriously competitive business and costs need to be 
kept under very tight control. And so you want to invest in strong management. And then the third thing is an idea that I've already said, but it's worth repeating, which is that the upside is high here. That's correct, the potential upside, but the downside is too. And a lot of these companies, if they're not absolutely paranoid about managing their expenses, could become insolvent. The margin for error is very small. So it may be a better choice if you are bullish on Bitcoin to just invest in Bitcoin. And I haven't really decided yet on whether or not I'm going to invest in a Bitcoin miner. Obviously, I will let the PIF members know first, whatever it is that I decide, you can follow my portfolio by becoming a PIF member. But I just wanted to share with the viewers a way to access sort of artificial leverage if this is what you are seeking because i get questions about it all the time and while my answer typically is that it is haram in this case because there is no loan involved and these are companies that i have determined to not be reliant on interest in order to operate i think there is permissibility here inshallah and yet they give the effect of leverage by amplifying returns either to the upside or downside. I hope you found this beneficial and thought-provoking. If you did, I'd really appreciate a welcome back, like perhaps, and a subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Until next time, make sure to take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all. Thank you for listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, and would like to leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all.